You know the vibes. Game two of the NBA Finals in the books. Mo, BJ, live in the building. You were just asking me why I always pick on one guy. Yeah, you always pick on. You always find someone to pick on. It's not always just one person. Sometimes it's the whole team. Yeah, that too. Let me ask you a question. If you guard in Steph Curry, and you're the big man, and your man goes and sets a screen on the guard that's guarding Steph Curry, do you think it's a good idea to give the greatest shooter we've ever seen five feet of space to shoot the three ball? All right, I can't help but watch technically how the game is played. I, I, I just can't help it. I understand what you're saying. The, the, the simple answer would be no. However, Daniel Tice can't switch on Steph Curry. Okay. Yes. So what does that mean? That means that the guard or whoever's guarding him has a job to do, and that job is to chase him over the screen. There's under no circumstances are you going to tell me that Daniel Tice is not aware that Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, these guys are on the floor. And when he's on the floor, he's going to he's going to provide a different defensive scheme than, let's say, Al Horford or, you know, uh, Robert Williams or Grant Williams or and all those guys. So when the players does set the screen. And it's not an illegal screen that's being set. It's just, it's a nice screen by the Warriors. <laughs> okay. If we call in illegal screens, every screen okay. is illegal. So screen. when the player does get trapped on the screen or caught up on the screen, it just looks awkward. But I know what they're trying to do, but it's, it's difficult, especially when you have good screeners. Without question tonight, it's been a long time since I've said this about watching the Celtics. The Celtics are always the most physical team on the court. Golden State, in particular, Draymond Green, was the most physical player. He was disruptive. The team got a little out of character. You saw he, he got into it with Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. He got into it with Grant Williams. He was just all over. He was very disruptive on the defensive end. He did a terrific job. He guarded Jalen Brown. I thought kind of got a little bit. He never got a flow. Jason Tatum was playing, but he never he 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 didn't get like a good flow like for the team. He was just kind of so, finding himself during the course of the game. So if you guys didn't watch the game, the Warriors won one hundred seven to eighty eight, a whooping victory, especially in the third quarter. Third quarter Warriors they outscored the Celtics thirty five points to eighteen. Now. The box score would make you think Jason Tatum had a good game. 28 points. I don't think that was a good 28 points. It was, you know, six First half, he the kept field. him in the game. I mean, I mean, he did. Okay, but here's, here's the thing for the Celtics. Once again, you guys hear me say this all the time. Turnovers. The Warriors had 33 points off Celtic turnovers. 18 turnovers in one game. Crazy, right? The thing with Jason Tatum... He kept them in the game. He was making very tough shots. But there were a lot of times when those tough shots could have been passes to wide-open teammates. Now, because he didn't make plays and his playmaker wasn't there to start the game, like it was in game one, where he set the tone early by making plays, seven first-half assists, that allowed the role players to get going, that allowed Marcus Smart to get going, 
Al Horford to get going. Those are two of the three guys he was throwing his assists to, right? Today, he was looking for his shot. He came out saying, I'm going to go get 30 regardless of whatever happens. He wasn't making plays for his teammates. There's one where he's taking a fadeaway jump over two defenders and Marcus Smart is wide open one pass away. In game one, that would have been a pass and Smart would have hit that three. Or he would have missed the three, whatever. This time, he was trying to get his. So that's wherever it went wrong for me, for the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I, 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 I can see that when you have a great player, look, if we think that they're going to win four games in this series <laughs> by the role players stepping up, no, that's not how it's going to work. If they're going to win this series, Jason Tatum is going to have to find a rhythm and, a, and, a, and that delicate balance that you need when if he's double team, he's got to pass it. Those guys got to make it. And when he's struggling, they have to figure out how to get him going. That's just that's the nature of the game. So Jason Tatum had to be more aggressive. Why? Because if they're going to win the series, they're going to need him to put one of those games where he's going to win a game. He's got to win one game. Preferably, he's got to win two. He's got to win one on the road. He's got to win one at home. That's why he's a great player. So the fact that he went for it tonight, why are we upset? <laughs> like the, the, we did, they lost the game. We, no, we, this is a series. This is, we're playing in a series. We're playing in a seven-game series. And the team that wins four first is going to win the series. Now, we've all said before the series started that we thought it was going to, well, at least I thought, I think it's going to go six or seven. The Celtics did their job. They got one of these games. Yep. Okay. Now, if, if you offered that to the Celtics before the final side or to the fans, everyone would have gladly taken that. Yeah, so, so I don't think it's, if, if they had lost the, if this was game one and they lost badly and then they won game two, the conversations changed so much. Yeah, I, I, I don't – you're playing in the NBA Finals. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be tough. You're playing against a great team, great players. What do we think they're going to do? Just, like, lay down? Like, I don't know. What do we think they're going to do? I don't think so. The Warriors are going to come out and play with a sense of desperation, like we talked about on the telecast. They did exactly that. Their role players stepped up, like, traditionally – Role players do. They shoot better. They perform better at home. Jordan Poole and Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney and all of these guys, you know, Gary Payton. They all came in. They played better at home. Now, game one, the Celtics, they did the exact opposite. I didn't think those guys were going to shoot with that level of accuracy on the road. Okay. Now, we took that one and we got the win. Now you got to come back and say, okay, things kind of resume back to what we traditionally see. Now, let's go home and take care of business. Okay? Let's go home and take care of business. The business is you try to win and protect home court. If the, war, if the, if the Celtics can do that, they should be up 3-1 in the series. Yes. Okay? If they could do that. So they've done their job, game well played, 
The Warriors come out and put a they, – they played terrific in the third quarter, but they played terrific in the third quarter in the last game too. Yeah, but the Celtics just didn't have a response in the fourth. Most of the fourth was just the bench players because Ime Doka exactly. gave up. Exactly. So, the other difference is in this fourth quarter today, they scored 10 less points than they did in the third quarter of game one. Golden State scored about the same amount of points, right, 34, 38, whatever it was. The Celtics in game one still put up 24 points in the third. Today they put up like 14 points in the third. Well, you, you can't allow the Warriors to have these 20-point runs. I think they had an 18-2 run or something they had tonight. And many of those were unforced turnovers. The key for the Celtics is can they take care of the basketball Been and preaching. limit the turnovers because the Warriors are excellent in transition in converting turnovers, missed shots, quick shots, and they come out and they convert. They're opportunistic, clearly, okay? It's two things we should take away. It's more than two things, but two key things. One, Al Horford, okay? Al Horford and the front-line courts of the Celtics. They did not show up tonight. Well, he turned 36 yesterday. It's like Chris Paul in the previous round, right? When he turned 37 and then just Whatever that is, you're playing, so everything's fair game. (laughs) You guys can get in that. that, Worried about Rob Williams, though. Marcus Smart fell into him. Hit his knee kind of. The, Rob the Williams is going to be fine. Adjust. Rob you Williams think? is, and no, think about it. Rob doesn't have a choice. He's going to be fine. Al Horford, Rob Williams, and Grant Williams have to figure out how to contribute. They did not show up. Draymond was clearly the most dominant big on the floor. He dominated the game on the defensive end. The, he, he, he was the most physical player out there. He was the one who was initiating all the contact. Yep, and he had seven assists as well. And they're and I say they, the Celtics are going to have to meet that energy with the same level of energy. Okay, very rarely do I say this: the Celtics were not the most physical team on the floor. It wasn't Celtic basketball tonight. The Warriors met the challenge. They turned the game up. Something happened at the the first play of the game. Kind of gave me. A, I was hesitant from the first play of the game where the Warriors were going to make it clear that every time Al Horford has the ball at the top of the key, they were going to pressure him with extreme pressure. Why? Because Al Horford is one of the better passers at that four or five position or bigs that can move the ball from one side of the court to the other. And they, they were not going to allow him to do that, and they were going to be disruptive. And I thought it threw Al off. Yeah. I thought it threw him off. I thought it threw the, 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 the flow of their offense off. Yeah. And the, so they're going to have to make it. That was the first thing. The second thing is clearly the Warriors don't want to play against the Celtics five against five. Yeah, they want to get out and run. They want to get out and run. They want to get stops. They want to get steals, transition. When the game is five, five on five, advantage Celtics. Now, somehow – the Celtics are going to have to look at this, figure out, and figure out, especially on the offensive end, how can we move the ball from one side of the court to the other? Without turning it over. Okay. Whether, and, and they're going to put that level of pressure on Al Horford. So, Al, maybe they're going to have to do it with someone else. Maybe it's going to be Grant. I don't know what they're going to do, but they, they, they're going to have to do something. And two, the, you can't have starters with two points. Yep. 
You, you, yep. you, there, there's a lot of things. They, they, you can't have Marcus, Marcus Smart, Smart, Rob Williams, and Al Horford each had two points okay. each. Okay, that, 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 that's just unacceptable. And they combined for seven turnovers. Okay, that's just they combined okay. There three you players, go. Six points, seven turnovers. There you go. So everyone has a game like this. You you, you throw this behind you, just like the Warriors threw it behind them, and you move on. But it was clear to me that they're going to target Al Horford. They're, they went right after him, and they put Steph Curry on uh, Marcus Smart. Steph Curry was phenomenal defensively. Well, he, Every time he, he was switched on to Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, he wasn't giving anything up. He was being physical with them, well, he, playing right up on them. I don't think there was a possession where they really took advantage of what they call a mismatch. Well, the mismatch is when, you're, when the other team is sh- – the mismatches will come when there's transition – where you have advantage basketball, look, they're going to support Steph Curry. Okay, clearly the Warriors said we have to take away one of their, one of their, scores. Yeah. Okay, they put Draymond on on, and that's on what they did against Dallas when they put Jalen uh, Draymond Green on Jalen Brunson, and it really kind of limited him. Well, and Jalen Brown sure was inefficient I, I think if Coach Kidd could go back in that series, just like I think. The, the the Celtics will do when you're playing against a great defensive player or a good defensive player include them in the play don't if you run away from that player then the player becomes stagnant the player becomes passive yeah put the player in the play and keep the defensive player active mm-hmm. so Jalen Green if Jalen Green is going to be guarded by Draymond Jalen Brown. Brown is going to be guarded by Draymond screen him Include him in the play and keep playing. But if you take him and say, oh, I'm just going to stick him on the other side, because that's what they want. Yep. Okay. Include him in the play. Keep running your offense. And, 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 and don't get straddled. Don't, don't get rattled by what's going on. That, that's just how the game is played. Now, they just saw this tonight. Nice move by Steve Kerr. And he, play, he played – a really nice lineup of Steph Curry and just four guys that can play defense. Gary Payne second well, made you his have return. To. He knocked down a couple of shots and played great defense. Otto Porter Jr. has been solid defensively. Draymond right. Green, obviously, and Andrew Wiggins, obviously. Plus Stephen Curry. And Steph was like creating offense for himself. Because where the Warriors won this in the third quarter was when they went into Steph Curry in the high screen role pretty much every time down. That's how they blew up this game and built up that huge lead up 20 plus in the third. Well, the the thing that you got to give the Warriors credit is, okay, yeah, they shot the ball well, da-da-da. They finally found a matchup that they can match up with the bigger athletes of the Boston Celtics. That's the key. That was the key to the game. You know, and that didn't include Klay Thompson. Okay, which, if you want to take away something from the game, if – I think Klay Thompson or someone's going to have to score because I'm not anticipating these level of contributions. One from eight, four from 19. So yeah. Clay was one from eight from three, yeah. four from I, 19 I'm, I'm not from in, the field. I'm not – I don't – listen, there are always exceptions. Maybe they can get one in the game like this just like the just like the Celtics did when they're role players. I'm not expecting Jordan Poole, Otto Porter, and these guys to come in so, – just on Jordan Poole, I wanted to ask you, because once Golden State had built that 20-point lead, they put Jordan Poole back in the game because they really struggled with him defensively. They put him back in the game to end the third. He hit a three. Then he hit a three at the buzzer from way downtown. 
Then in the fourth quarter, he just went up against the Celtics bench and just destroyed them. How much confidence does that give him to bounce back into no, the next one? No. Why not? What, what, okay, so you, 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 you played awful. So should his confidence be bad? You can't yes. have it both ways. You can't have it both ways, right? So if you play bad, should that mean your confidence is going to be shaken in the game? No. You, if, if you're a pro, the, when you see players like Jordan Poole, this is how they think. Jordan Poole has never seen a shot he doesn't like. Yeah. So you can just tell the way he plays. He, he, he's a free spirit. Jordan Poole will shoot you in a game, and he'll shoot you out. So when he has it going, he's great. When he doesn't, he just comes over and sits with Steve. That's, that's just how it, that's how it should go. So, okay, he, what I liked is that Steve went to him early. Okay, so this is what Steve tried to do tonight. If you watched the game and you had a chance to watch it, who was the first guy that was substituted in the game tonight, early into the game? Jordan Bull. Why did Steve do that? Is because he is giving his bench players confidence. Yeah. So if you if you're a bench player and and I've been a bench player and I've been a starter, it is easier to get yourself into the game early in the game than sitting late or not coming in into the second quarter. So Steve strategically put him in the game to let him get a feel for the yeah. game before substitutions and all of that. Now he didn't wait to a he didn't wait for them to sub. He said, "I'm going to get him in the game early," and he allowed him to play and get a feel for the game, which was great. Why? Because that was the confidence that he needs. Because the last thing you you, you hear me say this to you all the time on camera and off: once you lose your confidence, <laughs> you never get it back. I hear that. You, so you, you can't so, get it back. You know, for the fans at home who just want to go inside the mind of Jordan Poole, I actually sat down with him before game two, and I'm going to share that interview with you guys right now. BJ and I are off to catch a flight to Boston. We're ready for games three and four. It's going to be loud in the garden. Here. It's going to be rocking. Well, let's just hope that the Celtics, the players, are loud. Yeah, <laughs> that's all, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all that need. matters. You that's know that Because I'm going to tell you, you, you know, one of the things, and the Warriors should feel great. You, you know, after game one, I told you more, I was concerned. Okay? Yeah. The, the Warriors answered the bell. But now, let's see, can the Warriors take their show on the road? Let's see. Well, all right. you guys are going to stay right here with the Hoop Genius Podcast because we're going to be bringing you more and more shows every day. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a review. We're about to leave you with the interview that I did with Jordan Poole when we talked about his Game 1 performance, talked about his mindset going into Game 2, and you saw the results of Game 2, 17 points, and a huge win for the Golden State Warriors. Now it's the best of five series. 1-1, first team to win three of the remaining five games, will be crowned the 2022 NBA champions. We're going to catch you tomorrow, BJ. We've got to go pack our suitcases Hop on the plane. I got to get to bed. Mo can stay up all night. Nap. Well, I got, I got to edit a show for these guys. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got, I got to do the, the work behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? I got to edit this show, put it out for you guys. But most importantly, until next time, get buckets. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're joined by none other than Jordan Poole. How you doing, my bro? Nice to meet you, buddy. What's up? Nice to meet you, too. Now, we're here getting ready for game two at the NBA Finals. Game one took a lot of people by surprise. A lot of fans back home, a lot of the media were very surprised with the result and how that turned out. Looking back on that game one performance, 
What were the key factors that in that fourth quarter let the game get a little out of hand? Yeah, uh, they got going a little bit. Uh, they hit some open shots. They were able to connect later in, down in the stretch. Uh, we got to find ways to kind of shut their water off earlier in the game so they don't get comfortable, uh, play physical, but um, you know, just stick to our game plan and come on and try to still work, get another one at home. What's the mood in the camp been like? Because you guys played a great third quarter. Before that, it was kind of even. Steph was on fire early. And it was just that little stretch in the fourth where it kind of went wrong. What's the mood been like? Is it, you know, we know we can beat these guys because they just had a great fourth quarter, like Draymond said, or is it more we got to make a few adjustments? Uh, we're confident in ourselves, you know, um, and the team that we have, the players that we have, um, experience that we have. You know, we just we fought great team, great game. You know, they won the first one, but the great thing about the finals is we got four games to win. So uh, bounce back, get one at home. Um, try to get the ball, the momentum run a little bit, and then take it on the road. Man, so this Celtics team has proven difficult. I know you're new to the Warriors organization, relatively yeah. new. But since the start of the dynasty, shall we say, in 2015, 2016, the Celtics are the only team with a winning record against the Warriors. Yeah. Why do you think they match up so well against you guys? Um, I mean, the teams have been different over the years, obviously. Um, you know, they have new coaches and stuff, but um, I don't know, I guess... I guess it's, just, it's a good matchup for them, I guess. I'm not sure. If I had the answer, I'd tell you. I mean, I mean, like, for example, playing against the Celtics defense and playing against the Dallas defense in the last round, yeah. what are the differences that you're finding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Celtics are, what, top top two? I think top three in the league defensively this year. I think they're number um, one. They got a lot of length. Um, great coach team. Uh, they got guys who've been vets, and they also got a defensive player of the year over there. So, you know, they have a really good team set up over there defensively. And, um, it's just a bit different from the Mavs in terms of matchups and personnel, but um, you know we've seen it all before, and we've got to find ways to adjust. Absolutely. So going into game two, I feel like your role coming in providing that scoring punch off the bench now, how do you get yourself going? What are you going to look for when you check into the game? Yeah. I mean, continue to be aggressive, but also got to find ways to get my teammates going as well, you know, being a primary playmaker out there when Steph isn't on the court. Um, you know, still looking for my shots, you kind of got to find that balance, but um, just ultimately being aggressive. What do you look for when you're trying to find that balance? Because the Warriors have such a great motion offense, you guys are always moving all around the place. But there were stretches where you were looking at the game in game one, thinking they really need a bucket here, yeah. maybe some self-creation. Yeah. How do you find that balance between the two? Um, that's the question. That's the question, <laughs> right? Just trying to find the holes in the pockets, you know, in their defense. Um, knowing who to swing to, how their rotations are, how they're closing out to some people, you know, whether to get people easy shots, threes, looks. So, um, luckily, we got that person under our belt to kind of look at it and see how they rotate and um, personally go look at film and just find ways to, to pick them apart a little. Now, on the other end, for you guys defensively, you kind of jammed up the paint quite a lot, forced the role players, should we say the role players, with respect to Al Horford yeah. and Marcus Martin, these guys, yeah. forced them to shoot from the perimeter. Is that going to be something you guys look to again? Because the way they made shots was quite crazy, especially yeah. some of the Derek White makes. Yeah. We've not seen that from him. Yeah. What are you guys thinking going into the next one, knowing that they're capable of shooting those shots now? Yeah, I mean, they had a tremendous game that first game. Uh, Al and Derek, they were able to hit a lot of big shots. Um, but trust the coaching staff, you know. We had a couple of days to prepare, make some adjustments, um, and then just try to use that and put them, put them to use in the next game. Now, how were you feeling before game one? Because this is my first NBA Finals. I was yeah. a little bit nervous, and I'm only doing TV. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. on the court playing. Yeah. How were you feeling? I felt fine. I felt normal. I mean, when you come out here, and uh, they blow the whistle and they jump ball, everything's the same, you know. 
Uh, the media and all of this stuff is a bit different, but this has nothing to do with the game. So just being normal, going out there, do your normal pool game routine, and uh, just hoop. Man, Steph's three-point shooting in that first quarter, absolutely unbelievable. How much has he helped you develop since coming to the league? As a young guard, I don't think there's anyone better to learn from than Steph Curry. Yeah, uh, tremendously. Just being able just to watch him uh, night in, night out, ask him questions about how he moves off the ball, what he looks for, how he creates space, um, how to get open looks. You know, being able to ask the best shooter of all time that um, it's a tremendous tool to have, to be honest, and I feel like I've done a really good job of, uh, of using that and trying to apply it to my game. And also then having someone like Draymond as well as kind of an older figure in the team on the defensive side, he's one of the best defenders we've ever seen. Yeah. What's his input been like on the defensive side of yeah. the ball for you? Same thing, man. Just these guys are great and they see they see things differently and being able just to ask questions and see from per from their perspective what they see, the rotations, how everything looks. Um, and they have so much knowledge because they've been through so much basketball. So um, it's just it's tremendous to be able to have these guys around me to ask them. Uh, all of the tough questions. So my final question to you, we know Draymond's got his podcast, The Draymond Green Show. Yeah. When are we going to get the pool party podcast? Oh man, it's, it's slim, it's slim hey. pickings with that. <laughs> oh no, I don't even like being on camera for real. Hey man. We'll see. Well, we appreciate you doing this interview with us, appreciate taking the time. You. When you're in London, let us know. Yes sir, appreciate okay, you Good luck for game yes, two. Sir. Thank you bro.